This is the Reading Instruction Show. As always, I'm your host, Dr. Andy Johnson. This is part two of a series of podcasts looking at a saner way, <coughs> excuse me, to teach spelling. It's called word class. The old weekly spelling tests just don't work. I never have. I found no research to indicate that weekly spelling tests <clears throat> do anything to improve students' ability to spell under real-life writing conditions. Word class is a self-selected approach to spelling instruction that meets the needs of spellers at all ability levels. A quick review. Students select the words they want to study each week. Now, word class teaches students how to generate words and then choose words that they'll study each week. Choice might happen in one of three forms. First, you could give choice within a content topic or category. That means you generate a list of words related to a book you're reading or a topic you're studying or something in the news. Boys and girls, we're reading the book, Hatchet. Let's generate some interesting words from this. And they're written on the board or a screen, of pay, uh, or a screen so all the students can see it. The second one, and the most interesting one, <clears throat> is choice within students' lives or experience or total choice. Here, students use their lives and experience to generate a list of their own spelling words. This approach is usually the most interesting as children search their lives for interesting and meaningful words. Now, this can be done in two ways. You could say, you could do this in a large group. Boys and girls, if you have an interesting word you'd like to include in our spelling list, let's uh, raise your hand and then you'd write their ideas on the board and maybe you'd get 30 or 40 words or else they could generate a list with a partner in small groups. But they are generating. They have total choice. And you could do the third one is choice within a spelling pattern. This is the least desirable of the three choices, but there are times when it's appropriate to generate a list of words around a spelling pattern. Here you'd begin with a short mini-lesson and put the mini in mini-lesson, covering a particular spelling pattern. Now, in word class, again, students study a personalized list. This list can be generated in large group or small group. In class, in large group, a whole bunch of words are generated and written on the board or a screen. Students see a whole bunch of words, and then they are asked to choose 8 to 12 words they want to study for that week. And, of course, more words for older students. Now, you can still have two to four mandatory words. Students then record their list in their word book or learning journal, which is simply a notebook, and they check for spelling. That's done in large groups. You can also generate lists of words in pairs or small groups. This can be a cooperative learning activity. The group's task would be to generate at least 30 words or give them a minimum for their spelling list. More words or less, depending on the age and ability. And then 
students within that group choose 10 words that they want to study that week. And you always tell them, make sure that the spelling is correct before recording the words in their word book. Or the third way of generating spelling lists, you could put a large poster up, a butcher paper on a bulletin board or wall, and that would be uh, for next week's spelling topic and simply put a pencil or marker and encourage students to think of words and write them down, interesting or important words. And again, this could be related to a topic, wide open, or a spelling pattern. All right, to document growth or a celebration of learning. On Fridays, you still give the spelling test, but instead of giving the same test to all your students, each student will be taking his or her own individual test. Students would pair up with a buddy. First student hands the second student his or her list of spelling words. The second student then reads the word, administers the test, while the first one takes the test. And after the first test has been taken and corrected, students change roles. After both tests, students record their results in a word book or a portfolio. Line graphs and bar graphs are good here. And it can uh, provide a easy visual reference. And the question always becomes, well, what if they choose easy words? Well, they won't. But if they do, I guess they'll just get to experience a bit of success and feel good about themselves. We certainly wouldn't want any of that, would we? Being a little bit sarcastic here. But the thing is, they are noticing words and letter patterns. That's how you become a better speller not weekly spelling tests with a predefined list of words based on patterns. Now, spelling instruction, and we'll call it instruction or word class, should be limited to about 20 minutes a day. And I'll describe some activities that can be used during this time. Now, these activities add depth and dimension to word knowledge, but they also highlight letter patterns enhance writing skills, and value students' ideas and experiences. The first is a word wall. This is very common. can be used to call attention to interesting or important words within the given topic or spelling pattern. This strategy is well known. You could create word walls based on students' words that they have uh, created. Word sorts are great. Use your imagination, teacher creativity. Students sort their words or create groups uh, based on their words. And a group is one or more things that are the same. They could put these groups, uh, create groups based on spelling patterns or ideas. And the word sorts can then be recorded in students' word books. And with a little imagination, they could even be created into art projects. For instance... If I had a list of words, dock, fish, swim, boat, water ski, jump, etc., etc., students could find a short I group, a CK group, a consonant blend group. So they have their list of 10 to 15 words, and they are putting them in groups and recording the groups based on letter patterns. And again, they're noticing letter patterns. And that's important. That's how we become better spellers, by noticing letter patterns. 
You could also do word sorts based on idea groups. And again, with the same list of words, dock, fish, swim, boat, water, ski, jump, life jacket, etc., they could create groups based on ideas, a water ski group, a swimming group, a fishing group, a doing group. So each word goes into a group. Crossword puzzles are great. Do an internet search using the words create crossword puzzle. There are a lot of free programs that enable students to create their own crossword puzzle. These invite students to focus on letter patterns as each letter must correspond to a box as well as word meeting. Also, plain old graph paper with one or half-inch boxes works well. Students should create these puzzles for other students to do. Now, for struggling students, I always create a word box with possible answers that can be included at the bottom of a crossword puzzle. Instead of thinking of the word, they just have to look for the correct word at the bottom that goes into the crossword. Word box riddles. These invite students to focus on meaning and letter patterns. Here you give a riddle, but a single line is used to hold each letter of the riddles. Now, you can include one or more letter clues, and just like crossword puzzles, students should create these puzzles or riddles for other students to do. And again, a word box containing the answers can be included for those who might have difficulty. For example, the same list of words, a word box could have dock, fish, swim, boat, water, ski, jump, all right? That's our word box. And the riddle is, I row, row, row this, and there's four blank lines, and they go, oh, boat goes there. So they're noticing letter patterns and meanings. A very quick swim, blank, blank, P, and dip is one of the words in the word box. So students look at all the words. Oh, it's a three-letter word. They're noticing letter patterns. Now, a super word web has been described in several of my books. Here, students see a word in the context of a sentence. They're then asked to generate synonyms and associations. What are words or, or short sentences that mean the same as, as this, and what do you associate it with? This activity is for small groups or pairs. Uh, you can have students work with a partner during one day's spelling activity. Here they would create two super word webs based on their spelling words, and these could be written in their word books, or you could create posters to hang on the wall. Write a sentence. Using words from their personalized list, students can experiment with their words and ideas by writing different kinds of sentences in their word books. For example, you could say, use one of your words to write a spooky sentence a silly sentence, a big sentence, a sentence using two of your words, a tiny sentence, a blue sentence, a wild sentence, a boring sentence, a sentence using exactly three words or seven words, a very long sentence. You get the idea. You're limited only by your imagination. They are using their words, and it's fun and it's silly, and you could do this. A word association paragraph, a WAP. Students pick one of their words from their personalized list, and they think of three to six things related to or associated with their list word. 
Students then use the words and associations to create sentences or paragraphs. Uh, they don't have to use all their words in the sentence or paragraphs, but it gives them some words to use. So they associate it with one of their words, they generate a, a, a list, and then they create a sentence or a paragraph. So that gives them some words, some tools to use. A word association paragraph. A life connection. Students select a list word and then use it to describe something happening in their life. For example, if they include the word swim, they might describe a particular swimming episode or what they do when they go swimming. Treasure hunts. Students look in their textbooks or reading books or other written material and for, for these kinds of words. Now, they can. Uh, there's four kinds of treasure hunts. They can look for words, exact words from their list words. They can pick a word and look for synonyms or similar phrases. They could pick one of their words and look for associations or related words and always have students explain the connection. They could pick a word and look for similar spelling patterns or word families or endings, beginnings, or middles. That's called a treasure hunt. Webbing, to write a story. Students use webbing as a pre-writing strategy to create a story based on one or more spelling words. The web, typical web, provides structure to a piece of writing. Ideally, these story paragraphs are related to some part of their personal life or experience. And of course, at the end of the lesson, students record their best or most interesting piece of writing in their journal, and they can share with a buddy or a neighbor. And then writing, uh, webbing to write information. Webbing to write information or expository text is a bit different from writing stories. Here, the student is telling something about or explaining stuff. Webs are effective in teaching the concept of a paragraph. So each, each web has a node with the word in the middle and then two or three related ideas and they brainstorm on that. So you get three paragraphs. Webbing to speak. Students pick a word from their spelling list to use in creating a short one-minute oral presentation. The students identify identify a topic, and the topic could be a spelling list word or related topic. The topic is put in the center of the web. Students are asked to think of two or three things about their topic they think of, uh, they think is important, and these become the title for the subnodes and brain, students brainstorm on each subnode. So instead of giving large group speeches to the whole class, which can be a little frightening and very boring, Students are put into small groups of three to six students. One student stands and delivers the speech using the web as a guide to their speech. Another person in the group is a timer. Now with younger students, these speeches should be about 30 seconds. They stand up and deliver it in small groups. With older students, speeches should be one to two minutes. This small group format enables students to practice oral communication skills in smaller, more comfortable settings. It also enables you, the teacher, to watch several speeches simultaneously, as students in several groups will be speaking at the same time. 
And the last one is webbing to find related word parts. Here students web to find related word parts. They choose a word from their spelling list, break it into beginning, middle, and ending parts. For example, the word jump can be broken into three parts, the j, the j part, the u part, middle part, and the mp um part blend. The word jump is the central node, j, u, u and mp are the subnodes, and with a partner, students brainstorm on each node to find words with similar parts. The web is then recorded. For instance, jump, the J, they would subnote J, they would find just, jam, and joy. The U, a uh, lump, punt, fun, the short U, and then the MP, lamp, stump, limp, bump. Again, it's a way to get them to notice letter parts. All right, I've been describing just some of the activities that can be done with word class, a self-selected approach to spelling. You are limited only by your imagination. Uh, and this is why we need creative, intelligent teachers to do things outside the box. You know your students better than some commercial spelling book does. Word class.